um, you should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool-Aid. Were you practicing or starting this for real? We are in it, man. I've had a long night. I uh, went through what you talked about maybe three or four Beaver Kool-Aid podcasts back. I just got out of buying a oldest daughter's pre-UIL concert, 15 songs, five different choir ensembles. Kind of brutal. That's a killer without alcohol. 15, man. 15 songs. Started at seven and I just got here. Take one of those cartridges with you. And you don't have to worry about it. You just go right into the bathroom. I had some lady that sat beside me. It's, it literally was like being on a plane. She would not stop talking in between, you know, the, the choirs coming off and coming up. So which one's your daughter? Taylor. She's a senior? Yeah. Why is she not going on the choir trip? She didn't want to go. Well, uh, where's she going to college at next year? She's still undecided. Um... Well, my daughter's easy to find. She's the tallest in the back and has the longest hair. I was like, she's very lovely, ma'am. You know, th- this shit went on for fucking <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes. Wouldn't stop. You must be accessible. Are you drinking? I was stone cold sober. No, he is now, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Are you drinking now? No, no, I'm drinking I'm drinking water out of a Dallas Cowboys cup. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, after you drink that much of it, I guess you, know, you get so used to it. It does seem like water, yeah. Lord, right, Lloyd? Right. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Sure, that's water. That's daddy's medicine. Mm-hmm. Nice and clear. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, a little brain fried right now, but I'll, I'll get into the groove here. It's just going to take me a uh, few pedals with the training wheels here, first of all, and then I'll, I'll catch up with you guys. No, it's okay. I mean, I, c- I can relate to what you're saying. The thing is, is that when you're hard of hearing, it's a great excuse. And you ought to try it anyhow. Yeah, I could fake Just it. Just tell somebody you're hard of hearing and you can't understand them and you left your hearing aids at home. Um, yeah, and plus, maybe you put off that vibe. See, some people put off the accessibility vibe. I, for whatever reason, am not one of those guys. What do you stare at the floor Rarely all night or what? People try to initiate conversation with me, and when they do, they end it pretty quickly. <laughs> this woman would not give up tonight. I'm like a conversation cooler. <laughs> and they just it just doesn't work. So you must have had that look like, you know, yeah. And you were engaged or pretended to be engaged and she was gonna be after you. I, I think I smiled and nodded a lot. That's probably yeah, what it was. Well, you encouraged her. Yeah. Drew looks like a guy who would be quite accessible, too. I get into that all the time. Yeah. You know? You travel a lot. You probably get that on the plane. I don't want to be in. Yeah. Because I look approachable. You must. You Not only that, it's some kind of vibe you give off. You know, I'm approachable. I'm accessible. I'm open. There you are. And yeah. I don't give off that vibe. Maybe it's because my breath is rotten. <laughs> But <laughs> that's what I should do next time. Maybe eat some onions before I go there and they'll leave me alone. What is it? What, what makes somebody approachable versus not? That's what I mean. There's something about there. Maybe there's an, there's a vibe there. It's somebody, somebody reads you physically. It looks there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's the look you give after the initial foray. 
But here's the deal. You and I are sitting together at one of these events. Neither of us wants anyone to come up. But somehow I'm the one that's, that they're going to sit next to and spark up a conversation. Well, that again, So I don't maybe. want anyone to talk to me, yeah, but well, I'm giving off some vibe like, exactly. come and hang out. What is that? Come and hang out or come and dick with me because I, it's going to make me feel extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, uh, like you don't like cats, and then you're the first person the cat wants to go and screw with. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. You've got a kind face. Well, you get a kind face, too, Lloyd. I mean, I can see why that woman would want to sit and chat. Yeah, maybe she thought you were sexy. Yeah. I could hear, that's my boy in the back. He's the one, the longest, kindest face. <laughs> my beautiful, beautiful baby boy. Look, he's back there. Everyone loves him. Now, Look which one's yours? Football. Yeah. I was like, well, it, it's she's standing beside that girl with the little thing on top of her head. She didn't appreciate that oh, was too that much. Your daughter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. that's my daughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll get another one. Hey, now. I'm sorry. I thought it was the other. Yeah. Tall. Well, you know, that, that might have been a good way to stop the conversation, too. Is, is she going on the trip? No, she's not going on the trip. She no, didn't want to after those violent sexual assaults last year, yeah. I thought maybe it would be better if I, she didn't go. They went year. to New Orleans last year. This year, they're going to Hawaii. I was like, why would you not want to go to Hawaii? She's like, I don't know. Just, I'd rather use that money for something else. I was like, okay. It's because she doesn't like any of the people that are going. Well, that's the main thing. Because one of her yeah. main friends dropped out of choir, and she just really doesn't have any yeah. close friends. Winter, yeah, I get it. Winner, winner, winner. And she's a senior in high school, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when's the Hawaii trip? That's, um, I think it's coming up in about two or three weeks. And it's right around her 18th oh, birthday, okay. too. I was like, you could go there for your freaking 18th birthday. Nope, no interest. I'm like, She's okay. a senior, man. I know. She's ready to get out. Yeah, but for, for uh, Tractor Lloyd there, that's tough to comprehend, right, man? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're She's turning 18, to- you could be in Hawaii. Nah, nah. She's ready to ditch you, man. Shit. If someone had told me I could be in Hawaii when I was 18, I would have been on the first plane out of North Carolina, I can promise you. Hawaii. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, it's like you you would have gone, but then you would have had to go back. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She knows that. She's like, I don't care about going to Hawaii. I want to save all the money that I can so I can get the hell out of here at the end of the year. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. That's what I would be saying. Who cares about Hawaii? I want to go to Hawaii with a bunch of nerds. Wow. That's what she's thinking. Jeez. She's probably already approached you and talked to me. None of my friends are there. You know, all of my friends dropped out. Why do I want to go and hang out with Karen in Hawaii? Yeah. She's got that thing on top of her head all the time. She stands beside me in choir and she makes me nervous. And she kind of smells a little funny. She's eight feet tall. She's always got that big red bow on the top of her head. (laughs) Always getting this lapse into some show tune. Want to pull me in? Her knock knees and her soft jeans with the high waist. Man, I tell you, you I better watch out, Lloyd. You know, at some point, you, you know, Taylor's going to be hanging up her little phone. Who are you just talking to there? Yeah. Uh, Drew. <laughs> He's so easy to talk to. Seems to really understand me. So approachable. Yeah. Right. I'll start getting really nervous. Like, Dad, have you ever considered growing a mustache? No, why? Oh, I was just asking. Hmm, really? Yeah, I think they're kind of so, sexy. Wait. I don't think that would transform you into Drew Bennett. <laughs> I really don't, Lloyd. 
You know, so he speaking like of that dude from The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change the subject. People in Japan are buying rolls of aluminum foil instead of using it to cover the chicken or to keep the jello in the refrigerator. They're hammering them into shiny balls. Wow. And it's a trend has taken off. It took off in March after this guy tweeted the process of doing it. You do, you take a, you take a roll of aluminum foil and you make a ball out of it and then you hammer it until it's a perfect shiny ball. It looks like it's just maybe smaller than a baseball. The one that they've got pictured here. But it's a perfect shiny ball. You can't tell that it was, you know, a roll of aluminum foil. What is wrong with people? They must have to beat the shit out of it to do that, though. How long does it take? You do. It's a well. It's a thing. I mean, it it's a it takes a long time. But if you're beating that, Lloyd, that <laughs> you're not going to have any time for the that's true the real. There's meat. a there's the Japanese art form. Hikaru Dorodango, which means shiny dumpling. And they, they and so they think that it, it shares similarities with that. Okay. Shiny dumpling. <laughs> you know, I had a shiny dumpling earlier today. It was... Um... <laughs> you had a Dorodango? Well, the, the, what that is, is people shape mud and water. So not tinfoil, but mud and water right. into gleaming balls of dirt. And it's an art form. This is just the aluminum version of that. Yeah, did you know that, Lloyd? I was just trying you to picture that. in my head which one would look better, the, uh, the, the dark, muddy one or the shiny chrome one there. You know, I guess uh, they both have their own qualities, but I'd probably have to lean with the brown one. So I don't understand why. I mean, it's a dumb internet, you know, trend. But here's my question. Can you get some kind of, I don't know, aluminum poisoning you know anything like that by by manipulating aluminum maybe cutting it or shaping it in some way that dangerous to do i don't know unless uh, it liquefies or getting aluminum poisoning maybe there's some dust particles that pop off and uh, you know yeah. you, you breathe those in by the in. way aluminium 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 yeah. Uh, there's a guy who makes a a butcher knife, you know, a chef's knife, mm-hmm. out of aluminum foil, sort of in this similar way. Wow. By beating it until it's nice and shiny. But he cut it, and there's a bunch of dust flying up in the video. Oh. And I thought, man, I wouldn't want to inhale any of that. Have you uh, have you ever right? have you ever bit? Aluminum foil, I stuck it in your mouth and just chomped down on it real fast. Yeah. That's the worst sure. feeling ever. At least it was for me. It just, it's just, uh, I don't know what it that is. That and putting your uh, tongue on a nine volt battery. That's yeah. also a stupid yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Lyle, but you ever, know, you ever bit the aluminum? Bitten into tin foil. Lyle doesn't look like a guy who would have ever chomped down on a piece of aluminum foil. Just, just my opinion, but I may well, be I wrong. I have no fillings. It wouldn't mess with me. Well, when you're taking it, just doing the nine volt battery, uh, well, during my last year at Kiss, so 
Um, That's true. So when you're when that. you're looking at your phone while you're taking a Dora Dango, Google this and look at these balls, these shiny balls. Big shiny be impressed. balls. You'd be impressed. I mean, good lord, it's not like it's a you know a shitty little thing. I mean, these are perfect, perfectly round balls. I don't know. I'm just going to have to cut that one little piece out and just play it over and over in a loop again. Wow. Take a look at these balls. These big, shiny balls. (laughs) I'm thinking it's another thing that I'm not going to do well. So you beat, you beat, you beat, you beat, you beat. And uh, still I'm sitting at an egg shape. I beat, I beat, I beat. This guy's tweet has 199,000 likes. Wow. It's another, yeah, yeah. There's a, and then it's a misshapen head and you beat, you beat, you beat, and you're never as good as the shiny ball master. So uh, where do you, where do you find this stuff, uh, Drew? Where, where do you find? Yeah. I got enough to be worried about with my children. You know, I it, honestly, I don't go out and seek it out. I mean, it just kind of finds its way, you know, in, on my internet. Yeah. I no, think no, it finds it your interest. See, that's, that's the point. And there are a lot of things that are out there, but this in particular piqued your interest. The question. Well, what is piques why. my interest about it is is how useless that is, and and why it's why it has one hundred ninety nine thousand likes. I mean, I'm fascinated <laughs> by the by how dumb it is. I mean, it's you know the thing of the moment. I don't get it. It's like what it's like. Uh, what does the fox say and that kind of shit? Right. That happens. Uh, it happens, you know, like a little piece of lightning, and then it's gone. It's a ripple. Yeah, it's like a the Harlem Shake. Kind of goes. All that Harlem kind of shake. weird. Yeah, yeah. And now we're on to aluminum balls. The uh, the cold water thing, the whatever the hell. The that was. Kong. Yeah, yeah. The ice challenge, all of that. Yeah, Gingham yeah, Kong yeah. guy. The ice challenge. Yeah, you know, the Any flash kind mobs. Of internet, weird yeah. trend. I'm always fascinated at why it became such a deal. Yeah, Lloyd's Afternoon Show on KLBJ. Right. Kind of, you know, it's Ripple. You think, what? Where the, huh? How do people like this? Well, we should do a flash mob. I mean, the three of us, we could kind of nonchalantly walk into CBQ Smokehouse like we're going to order something. All of a sudden, you know, Chuck Stanley throws on some music and we start doing a little choreographed move and... Call it the beaver dance or something. Maybe Would you guys go to a Saturday morning, you know, Home Depot workshop and learn how to hammer aluminum foil into a ball? Uh, on the little bleachers? Yeah. yeah. Mm, maybe. I think John's already been That's to That's about the closest I'm ever going to sit in bleachers and get to the action. You know, get it right up front on the action. <laughs> you know, you go to the Home Depot at 10 a.m., they have those little workshops. Have you been yeah, to one? You, know, you go in there and hammer some hammer some foil into a ball, maybe make a butcher knife or two. Hey, you look, know. you guys are in Austin. You that's all you gotta do. Next time you're the park, put down the sloth puppet, pocket <laughs> the hacky sack, yeah. and just get about beaten. And don't don't try to draw attention to yourself. Yeah, put your just disc golf it. stuff back in your backpack. Right. People will start looking at get you. Get downtown. Try to figure some out. workshops. I guarantee you'd have a you'd have a group around you within 12 15 minutes. People would start thinking you're doing something very artistic. If I had a tutorial where I was like, "Hey, come down here and we're all going to hammer aluminum foil into a ball." I bet I'd get a bunch of people to show up. Yeah. You're probably right. Charge I can 20. tell you too who wouldn't. 
<laughs> You're on with them right now. So charge twenty bucks. I'll let you know that up front, Drew. Don't crane your neck looking for my arrival. You're not coming. I'm not You're not coming, coming to my foil ball party. No, what the no. fuck, man? Uh-uh. Uh, I thought we were friends. Uh, I'd rather go to Lloyd's <laughs> Tupperware party. Or- John will be with me. He he kind of sparked my interest a little earlier in the show when he talked about show tunes when I was talking about my daughter's choir because um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go into Jesus Christ Superstar on Easter on NBC because I know that we've talked in the past about how much you guys hate live musicals. This one, though, but let me, okay, let me make my case on this one. 9.6 million viewers, and I know it was Easter, so it was relevant. It was a good, good time. The timing was good. But this one had something different than all the other ones had. It had a live audience. And I'm telling you, there's something about having that audience there where you're kind of watching, you know, the crowd, how they're reacting to it instead of just a lonely set with a few actors on TV where it doesn't really make that much sense. This one had the live audience and the talent was superb, including Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper did a great job. And, you know, you were getting all these young viewers that I read about later that was totally just going like, well, who is this guy? Who is this guy? He was really good at his part. But even though he was playing the role of King Herod on the on the Jesus Christ Superstar thing, he still looked like Alice. He had on this gold suit. He still had his skull cane, his, his boots, his pointy boots. But, you know, he's a Christian. Yeah, he's hardcore Christian. Hardcore. But, but he pulled it off great. I mean, I thought it was awesome. So, again, I'm guessing... You guys didn't watch it, but you know you do, you have made the comparison to Trans-Siberian Orchestra in the past. This one had TSO written all over it, I'll man. Bet. I mean, well, it's a rock concert. This oh, one was fashion. I mean, I was like, man, if they dressed like that back in the back in Jesus' days, there were some really well-dressed people, man. But uh, I never seen Christians dress like that. I don't in my care life. for John Legend. I didn't either till oh. this. I, I didn't like the guy at all till I actually saw him in this, but I appreciated him in What's this. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? John thought he's a legend the whole life. No. It's getting to be like so him. that almost every episode we do of this show, Beaver Kool-Aid here, that <laughs> you express <laughs> some disgust with someone. I mean, I don't particular, you know, I it's just become, and so I... Here it is, another week, and now it's John Legend. Yeah, you shit on John Legend today. John so. Legend and Drew Sykes. Hey, okay, fire away, like, Drew. I, can, I cannot like people. Look, man, yeah, yeah, I, I was right, never a big right. fan of him either. I've always thought he was kind of a pompous ass, but, you know, when he stepped into Jesus' sandals, all of a sudden he became a, a very kind, humble soul. That, listen, I'm sure he's but a great Jesus guy. Jesus was not a black, Lloyd. <laughs> he's got a hot wife, you know, his wife is really hot. I just don't, I don't care for his voice. His singing voice is kind of, you know, his singing voice is kind of like, I don't know. It's like, you know, Josh Groban or anything like that. I'm with you. That AC thing. I can't. No, I get it. Like anything like that. I agree, but but this one changed me a little bit. I I kind of, kind of went over there. And I like that Alice is in it, but I'm just saying that, who's who's surprised that Alice is in it? Who's surprised that Alice well, Cooper? You know, a lot that. of people don't know that Alice is a hardcore Christian. Like you said, there's great that he get, and it's great, like you say, that the young kids who don't know about Alice Cooper, because hey, I mean, he's one of the best. Yeah, he's been around forever. I just, uh, I, I just you know, I'm not going to watch that well, for many, like many, many reasons. Say that and let that go, but I'll just let it go. Um, <laughs> he's endured. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 
He's kind of like Kiss. I mean, you know, he, he's, I mean, he's a nice guy. He I, is a I've nice guy. Been acquainted with him for a long time, but he's a nice enough guy. But uh, I'm glad you watched, Lloyd. I knew you were, and I knew when you put up on the screen, Lloyd Superstar, <laughs> you were going to talk about this. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I didn't realize that's your name this week. Yeah, Lloyd Superstar is my name on the screen today. Yeah, because he's all over this thing. I know he's there. See, that's what your, you know, your, uh, your dude there at the artist formerly known as the Summit in Houston. He needs to pull that number all the time. Right. You know, make it into a rock show. I just, I want to clarify that it's not that, it's not live musicals that I dislike. I would go and see Jesus Christ Superstar at a at a theater i just don't want to watch it on television well that's what i'm saying it was quite different this time because they had a live audience that and it was literally one set it wasn't like a big you know set change the whole time i mean you kind of saw the entire ensemble there the crowd they were cheering at the right time i was kind of like cheering clapping along at home you know i was playing the home version and uh, i thought it, i thought it added to have the crowd there i really did and by the way, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lloyd Webber was 22 when he wrote that. What did you do when you were 22? I sure as hell didn't do anything that great. Go I can tell you that. Replace the what a lot of drugs. And <laughs> maybe we'll get somewhere. Hey, who did Ed Sheeran play? Was he John the Baptist? No, he was, he was nowhere around. Josh but, Groban in there? Nope, nope. No, he, Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles was great, too. Jason Mers. <laughs> Mers. Sarah Bareilles was in it. She was awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Well, good. I'm glad that you uh, that you had a good time. I don't want to imagine you sitting there clapping around. There. I mean, I you know, I I will say that Jesus only had half the viewers that Roseanne got. So I don't know what that says about America. But uh, anyway, nine point six for Jesus, eighteen for Roseanne. No, so. All right. How Jesus good was John Legend? Was he good? It, isn't that overfished? I mean. Like you said, I mean, was he good though? Was he was John Legend good? Was he decent? He was great. Yeah, I heard he was great. He was great. I mean, like I said, I I was not a fan till I saw him play this role, and I was like, wow, this this guy's the, he's got it, got it going on. Right, did you get on Spotify? Did you get on Spotify? Get you I uh, you know, I, I probably should. I should stream it. You know, there you go. I might, well, maybe you ought to see. It. If you went to maybe a church, I, maybe, rock, maybe I ought to sit down again. Watch it. You got to watch it, man. It's good. I'm sure they'll have it on Netflix or Hulu or somewhere. But TS, uh, Trans Siberian, all, all, all over it, huh? Yeah, because, like I said, the the guys had the, the you know, with the long hair, totally doing that, had on the, the rock and roll outfits. I mean, it was like, <laughs> that's what most people were tweeting about. It's like, Wow, the fashion is so great. I'm like, yeah, it's a little different than what it was back in. Uh, Wait a second, are you saying that you were live tweeting this with other people while you were? Watching? No, no, no. I read these tweets after it was over. Yeah, I was thinking. The <laughs> I didn't same quite thing. go there. I, <laughs> I was about to bail on the show if he said it's like he's got me right at my like, threshold. Yeah. Anyhow, I was live tweeting this, you guys. Yeah. I mean, already with the whole hooting nanny he was throwing yeah. down in the living room around this thing. It's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Had his live chat open. <laughs> he had his, uh, his reaction video. Well, I did get a few people go, are you related to Andrew Lloyd Webber? I was like, well, I never met a Lloyd I didn't like. So, But no, I'm not. People say that to you? 
No. If your name is L.A. Lloyd, are you related to Andrew Lloyd Webber? How stupid are they? Are they trying to be funny? Or uh, I, I assume they're trying to be funny, right? I mean, it's not even a good joke. It's, it's, just, so dumb. it's just an uncommon name. You know, you see Lloyd first name, last name. Right. He has a Lloyd middle name. Like is that? Do you have two last names? Yeah. You 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 knock a crackle like that. You're you you know what your your penalty should be that you have to knock out those silver <laughs> balls like every day for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. You, you are committed to lying. Silver balls. Bang. Some people have to get on the chain gang. You got to get out there and beat them silver fucking balls. Foiled again. <laughs> Well, and meanwhile, you guys were up there, and I was here in basketball nirvana mm-hmm. uh, with the final four here in chamber, as they say, chamber of commerce weather. Um, absolutely delightful. Oh, we do it well. We do it well. Had but what's up with the uh, what's up with the buzzer in the Alamo Dome? I mean, it, it sounded like a fucking truck horn every time the time was. I was like. Bah! It didn't sound like yeah, a regular. Yeah, I saw some things online about God, that, but you know what? Obnoxious. When you're deaf, you don't really notice. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Do that again. Did it sound like a bus? You know, I got to tell you, man, as much as they try to make San Antonio look sexy from the air, even the Alamo Dome. No, you can't make San Antonio look sexy from the air. It, it just doesn't work, doesn't work does it? It's a shame. Why not? It really does have one of the worst skylines. Yeah, because it's it's kind of intended that way. Yeah, because they don't want things to tower above other things that have been there for a long time. Right. Oh, is that the deal? So it's like fit things to scale. Yeah. Got it. I I mean I would will say if I had to choose between the AT and T Center and the Alamo Dome, Alamo Dome definitely wins. I mean it looks a little better because you got the you got the Space Needle there, kind of off to the side. So that's uh, the Tower of the Americas, Lloyd. Yeah. Okay. Space Needles in Seattle. Right. Well, I do it right. Freaking. Foreigner. But look, they should. Uh, I, I mean, it's either a shot of the Riverwalk or. Well, yeah, that's all they can show. That, what are they going to do? Show uh, North Star Mall? <laughs> they could show those big cowboy boots. They'd shoot some water and they'd shoot uh, the Capitol. Well, Austin well, has a skyline now. We have a Capitol. So that's, our, that's the Alamo. Stands in for the Capitol. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't they just shoot? Don't they shoot the Alamo all the time? Isn't yes. that what it is? I mean, the official. The official logo. of But there's that Popeyes is right beside it. And then there's that McDonald's on the other side of it. The Alamo is where CBS was CBS sports and stuff. I was down there. I was in, I went down and checked out everything with my second. They were inside the Alamo broadcasting. Uh, They're, they set up on Alamo Plaza. Yes, they do. And I thought, you know, I don't know if I like this, but this won't happen once everything's reimagined there, but still that, that sort of thing happens. So was it? So, was so it that's going to become more of a sacred ground once they reimagine that thing down there. That that kind of thing won't happen. You won't have all the that's good. trailers and everything else. And but was it was it a media frenzy? I mean, was it kind of like really crazy down there, or or what? No, it was good. It was. They had uh, fan fest. They had open uh, over in the convention center. They had. Uh, three nights of concerts. Yeah, I thought I saw you in the crowd at Maroon 5. No, I was there at, for Panic at the Disco, and then I left ah, early. Gotcha. And then I was there. Right, so those were huge. Imagine were Dragons. Yeah. Um, you know, these people know how to put it on right, and we know how to do it right. Everything is uh, pedestrian-friendly. Mm. 
Make it right. We always look good. People love coming That's here. a big statement in San Antonio to be pedestrian friendly because when you walk around the river walk down there on the upper banks, it ain't too pedestrian friendly, I can tell you that. It sure isn't driver friendly, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Boy, you guys, you know, I'm ready to hang up on you two. I can't abide this crap. We just, once again, our fourth Final Four, how many in Austin? Uh, yeah, zero. Right. Uh, yeah, because they couldn't pull it off the same way. It'd be different. But so, you know, San Antonio. I'm not shitting on San Antonio. It's a great place. I love it. it in fact, for in fact, when it when it comes to when it comes to living, where would you live in Texas? Uh, aside from Austin, I would want to live in San Antonio. Dallas is probably third, and the rest of them, I, don't, I can never see myself living in Houston. No, but I would live in San Antonio in a heartbeat. I lived off of. Uh, I lived downtown practically. I lived off of Los Flores. Yeah, Lloyd was on the other side of the tracks. I was an innovator. I always buy those condos cheap, sell them okay, but now, you know. Yeah, I just saw that your same condo just went for $525,000. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. doubt that. So I just thought I'd let you know that. Well, I, I looked up the one that I paid 89000 for in 1997 at the rail yard in Austin. Now it's worth 498000 850 square feet for Five hundred thousand oh, dollars, and yeah, you want to live in Austin? Absolutely not. Sorry, pal. Absolutely not. Welcome. Right. Yeah. Do you regret selling it when you did? Well, no, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have the house I have now. Because I mean, like I said, it's all kind of contingent on what property cost back then. I mean, I sure as hell. In fact, I can't hardly afford to stay in this one now because my property taxes just went up again. Quarter acre of land is now valued at a hundred thousand dollars just for the land this house sits on. And uh, yeah, so it, the property taxes are eventually going to price me out of this house where I'll have to sell it because I can't afford the property taxes because I'm still in radio. You know? But you're going to go and grow weed in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it'll it'll transition about the right time I need to do that. So. Well, at least you have an exit plan. You know what we were talking about the other day, my wife and I, is that really the only two people in the world who have it locked up Job-wise, is Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Yeah. Nobody else really has it locked up. Even the big guys, right? They can still lose their lose themselves. But Pat Sajak and Vanna White, they're never, they're never going to not have those gigs. Well, you think about the guy who did Joker's Wild back in the day. He's like, yeah, you know, 30 years from now, there's going to be this hip-hop guy named Snoop Dogg who's going to get my gig. <laughs> but look, at Pat, look at Pat's longevity. And we looked it up. You know how much money that guy makes a year? $12 million. Wow. Vanna White makes $8 million a year. North Myrtle Beach High School. They've been doing that for the last 30-some years. We're not doing much of anything, and they tape uh, three-year shows in one day. Right. Exactly. When they're done. There it yeah, is. And, that, that's, and that's all they're ever going to do. They're never going. Pat Sajak is going to have, he's going to be old like Bob Barker. Pat Sajak did have a show on Fox, but yeah, didn't he last did. long. Didn't remember last that? very long. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You guys watch uh, modern day game shows? No. <laughs> Drew? Well, I, you know, that's the that's other thing out. is that Wheel of Fortune is the only game show that comes on after the news. Right. Yeah. And before everything starts. It's 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 bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, it's I mean, very she bizarre. makes eight million dollars a year touching screens. I used yeah. to watch all those as a kid, though. 
Every one of them. I love it. I mean, Match Game and... Do you remember remember when... Is that you how could, you learned to spell? Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> remember when you could play uh, Wheel of Fortune and then when you won your money, they took you to the showcase and you could buy the uh, concrete Dalmatian. Remember that? You could go and buy furniture. They took you through the whole thing. You guys remember that? That was that was way back in the uh that was way back with the other cat. What's that guy's name? Love Connection. Chuck Woolery. Chuck he was, Woolery. He was the he was the host of Wheel of Fortune before Pat Sajak. I didn't know that. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't look remember it up, that. man. And he would take you through the whole showcase. You go and buy furniture. See, they didn't give you the cash back then. You spent the cash on the furniture and shit that they had in the showcases. That's how you did Wheel of Fortune. I mean, Dick Not Clark, different. Dick Clark. You know, $10,000 pyramid. I mean, match game was still my favorite, though. I mean, it had some good old. Yeah, who's the guy? Who's the who was the Gene guy Rayburn. for match game? What was that guy's Rayburn. name? Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn with that fucking microphone, man. I love that microphone, that little telescope. What happened thing. to Gene Rayburn after match game? He was a radio. He was a radio personality. Was he? Mm-hmm. Man, I love those game yeah, shows. I was so excited when they, you know, they would, um, you know, go from match game 73 to 74 and they change the logo and they drop it from the ceiling. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is like New Year's Eve. See, I lived in North Carolina. Again, you have to remember small things got me excited. I, I watched uh, Wink Martindale. He was my guy. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Wink Martindale. He was my uh, he was my game show host growing up. He was he was an Elvis Elvis loved Wink though. Wink was a DJ as well there in Memphis. That's where he and El- Elvis uh, they have they had a lot of history. He's got together. a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wink Martindale. Wink Wink's still alive. Million years old. Yeah, I love those game saying, shows. Nobody has it locked up job wise. Except for Pat Sajak and and Vanna White. I think Steve Harvey uh, has pretty much got um, Family Feud. I think he'll he'll have that gig forever if he wants to keep it. I see that everywhere. I see that advertised all the time. And he's good at it. He's not Richard Dawson, not like, you know, walking up there and giving every woman on the show a kiss. Hello, love. Give Richard some kiss. I don't think he's, I think he's, I think he's good. I don't think he's legend like Pat Sajak is. You know what I mean? What I just think? want to know in, the, in the, the situation with Pat Sajak, first of all, why are you still doing it? Second of all, <laughs> who would want to do that over? And that would drive me insane. $12 million. I what the money is. $12 million. Well, the great thing about care. Pat Sajak is if you watch that money, show. What money you make. If you he's have a subtle, you don't like doing, you don't like doing it. He's a subtle asshole to the, some of the contestants. And that's one of the fun things about watching the show is that he says these dick things sometimes. One of the best ones is when somebody calls a letter that's already been called. One of the things he says is, oh, that one's already been called and it's still not there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's still not there. Do you like the Beach Boys? Yeah, I like the Beach Boys. Have you heard what's touring this Christmas? Oh, God. We're we're giving away Uh, tickets for this this week. At ACL is Live it, in December. Is it the Beach Boys with Mike Love? No. It's Brian Wilson is performing the entire Beach Boys Christmas album live at ACL Live. He's doing an entire wow. U.S. tour for this. Wow. We're giving away tickets for it already. Are you, promo- are you promoting your radio station? On no, I just think it's, it's really weird. That's, I mean, I've given away tickets that the concert didn't happen over a year away, but Brian Wilson... 
performs the Beach Boys Christmas album. Man, you got to be hurting for money to do that. Somebody does. You got to go. You, you can't. Go. I mean, what do you think about that? Come on. Is he that hard up for entertainment to get out there and do that? Or does he need money? I mean, that's ridiculous. He's a performer, Lloyd. But I hate the fucking Beach Boys. If I want to shit on anybody, I'll shit on the Beach Boys. I can't stand the Beach what? Boys. What? Oh, my God. Come on. Oh. That sounds? No. Going up sounds? That sounds? Yeah, not a big fan. That's not a big ar- listen, fan. Listen, that's arguably the greatest album of all time. Yeah, not a big fan. Okay, I mean, uh, Sgt. Pepper's exists because of Pet Sounds. Well, I thought it existed because they raided a thrift store. Wow. Wow, man. Wow, wow. That's heavy. Like the Beach Boys. <laughs> Boy, that's heavy. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Beach Boys. Brian Wilson. Silver washed balls. up. Right? Pat Sage. Fuck, fuck Brian Wilson's Christmas album. What does he need the money? That fat fuck. Jesus Christ, superstar. Hey, have you guys, um, you know, this happened to me today. This God is a, only knows. This is a true story. Have you ever gone into, you know, at your company bathroom? And <laughs> Wait a second. Are we doing this? Don't do this. Yeah, Lloyd's going there. You should. He already said he liked the brown ball better. Go ahead, Lloyd. I don't, I don't even know if I can get this out. Don't do, don't but I walk in today. Oh, man. And the security guard is just walking out as I walk into the bathroom to take a piss, right? Oh, my God. It was the worst smell ever. I mean, he totally just fucking destroyed the bathroom, right? Dropped a Duradango. And right so I'm pissing as fast as I can and, you know, want to get around and wash my hands. Because I know as soon as I reach for that towel and start drying my hands, someone's going to walk in like my boss and go like, holy shit, man, you killed this bathroom and thinking that I did that shit when it wasn't mine. Then I was going to have to claim ownership for it because there I'll stand wiping my hands and this bathroom just smells like, you know, it had a shit storm went through it. Does that ever happen to you guys? Did you try to get out fast? You get back into this bathroom right now and you own your shit. <laughs> no, that's all. You just tell somebody just as soon as they start to demand, you do not want to come in here. No, but I'm already in there. That's what I'm saying. I, I tell you, Pour when your up, boss baby. walks in, you, you turn right to him and you go, listen, uh, Kevin did that. <laughs> It wasn't me. The cop. What you're smelling right now? What What is burning your nose hairs? Kevin did that. You sell Kevin down the river. Well, next time I do it myself, then I'll do that because I guarantee you it's going to happen to the next person that's going to walk in after me. Like Drew will come in. It's like, holy shit, man. Did you get out in time, Lloyd? I did get out in time, but I will tell you, I was scurrying, man, because I just knew, like I said, my boss is going to walk in and go like, fuck, man, this, what did this guy eat last night? So I, you don't have that kind of job security, do you? No. I mean, shit, man. You could get fired oh. for something that bad. You think if people smell your brand and they're your boss, you think they judge you later on? I don't know, dude. I, uh, you know, I kind of have that, um, that social anxiety when you got to sit down on, on the company time, man. You know, I'd, I'd rather be somewhere else that I didn't know See, the, I uh, participants. The I don't do it. I wait or I go somewhere else. I can't I wait, just, man. I can't you know? take a shit at work. I can't do it. It's, it's. It's hard, man. I have anxiety. I do. I have nightmares about it. Jesus. <laughs> so that explains why it's also fetishized for you as That's well. That's right. You, you know Hopefully what? Things are John is nailing it on the head. That's it. 
my anxiety. I have to get it out. You guys are like therapy for me. I can you talk. You have an anxiety about the bathroom. Whenever you guys go like, man, Lloyd talks a lot of shit. And that's why you talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Anxiety. Because you have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do, Lloyd. Let me ask you this. You have anxiety at the house? Oh, no, man. I just go to my own, my own, you know, bathroom at the other end of the house, you know, way across the... Uh... Let me ask you this. Do you plan your day? Do you go, hey, if I leave at 930... No, I haven't when got I have it that. The dumper when I get to work, I'll wait until nine thirty. But you know, like I said, if I do hit about five o'clock at work and I feel one coming on, I was like, well, even though it's an hour commute, I can probably hold it till about seven. Yes, you, you know, I hold think it I was you more don't. fond of uh, what you were talking about when you were back there talking about clapping your hands in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Oh, I don't know. How did we get here? It just it had you, 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 you brought us here. You did it, Lloyd. <laughs> you did it. You guys told me we should talk about, uh, you know, things that happened in our life. This actually happened today. So I was like, you know, I probably shouldn't bring this up tonight on Beaver Kool-Aid, but I'm going to because it happened. And it's like, I know there's got to be somebody out there listening that that's happened to. And they're going like, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, Lloyd, when you're talking about defecation. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of uh something that that binds us all as human beings we we got you but frankly i'd rather hear you you know talking about reaching for a roll of aluminum foil <laughs> it's my uh so, yeah it's my fecal anxiety man that's what it is you guys brought it out today we we've at least accomplished the reason that i talk about it so you know it's fecal anxiety no you just find ways to 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 bring that in right and then drew gets to take pot shots at people he doesn't like yeah that's what our podcast is all about. <laughs> and John gets to sit back in, in the background and just smirk at us. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's okay to dislike people. <laughs> I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Get it hard. With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew. Make it look a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. Ha, ha, ha.